ladies and gentlemen, we're just moments away. That's the biggest night in the history of this great organization. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Hey, yo. Smart marks. What's a smart mark? A mark with a high IQ. Back in town, and we ain't in town to mess around. To be the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, whoo, right here, I'm the man. That's hard time. Yeah. And what they're gonna do when Hulkamania in the largest part of the world runs wild on you? Rest in peace. You just made the list! It's heating up here! There's a slop drop! I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. If you're the man, what the rock is cooking! Two, a slot drop. Hey everyone, this is the Loose Cannon, David McBee. I'm joined by the one and only, the Space Cowboy, Jason Jones, who, who uh, right now is a Southern Heavyweight Champion. Also, recently a guest host on the Slop Drop. Oh yeah, I had a good time, man. I guess you were on vacation or something. So Nathan and I had a good time. It was pretty cool because I hadn't even watched it, and he kind of walked me through it. It was entertaining. I had a good time, man. I want to do it again. Oh, you're definitely going to have to come back. And I'll tell you what, talk about good time tonight. A lot of people had a good time. This place was rocking. It's always a good sign when you can put a sold-out sign on the front door. And uh, we rocked Springfield. Hopefully Springfield welcomes us back to come back time and time again. We um, Great family show we had tonight and top independent talent. I mean, that's this show, it doesn't matter where it is. This show was a barn burner right here, man. I'll tell you what, you, we had legends, you had future stars coming up. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was an incredible event. I, and, uh, you know, you had guys, you know, like former NWA uh, heavyweight champion Tim Storm, Hall of Famer James Beard, I mean, all these legends. And then you had a lot of guys with their first matches. And I'll tell you what, that rising, that rising star battle royal, that was quite a match. It was, and a lot of them have sold tickets to their, you know, their local family. And a lot of them have never been to a wrestling match. So hopefully we turned a lot of eyes onto our product and they're able to see that it's not just stereotyped. A lot of people look at wrestling and they think it's lowbrow. No, it's a great creative form of entertainment. This was hopefully these people that showed up tonight that weren't a wrestling fan to watch, you know, their guy they work with or their buddy that had his match he's been training for for a couple of years. Hopefully they walk away tonight a mid-stage wrestling fan and have a different opinion about professional wrestling. Well, speaking about Mid-States Wrestling, now what, what's next for Mid-States Wrestling after this event? Well, we really haven't announced it yet, but we're coming back to Springfield August the 10th uh, right here at the Relics Event Center. Tickets are going to go on sale Easter Sunday at noon, okay? It's a good little marker date to have. Now, uh, our lawsuit with the Athletic Commission has kind of hit a win for us. So as of July the 20th, we'll be back in Harrison, Arkansas. So you guys are the first. You guys get the exclusive. So we're coming to Harrison Saturday, July 20th, back to the fairground building. So we're coming back home. Well, we're excited to have you guys come back to Harrison. And, I mean, I think you you're, you guys are exploding, man. I mean, right now, the uh, independent wrestling scene is just blowing up. Not just independent wrestling, but, I mean, 
we pride ourselves on being one of the top independent promotions out there. And um, it's, it's, we're, we're so happy that independent wrestling has the explosion that it is right now. But we're hoping that we make a stamp on that and we make a mid-stage wrestling fans. Well, I know you're busy, man. You got a lot to do. But, hey, fantastic show. And, and uh, we'll have to have you back on the slob drop again. And we got a legend right here with us, the former NWA heavyweight champion, Tim Storm. Welcome back to MSW. Always a pleasure with you guys, man. Uh, love what you do. Love the broadcast. Love everything you guys do. And this, this was a great night. A great venue, sellout crowd, 500 plus in, in this building. A lot of people said it couldn't be done. Uh, great crowd, and it was, I thought, you know, the matches were fantastic. Yeah, well, speaking of tonight, you had a tough match tonight. Uh, Loverboy Matt Riviera. Yeah, well, you know, Matt and I go way, way, way back. Um, and we've got kind of a mixed history. You know, there's been times when we've been on the same side, times we've been on opposite sides. But I know that every time I step in the ring with Matt, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a battle. Um, I don't usually agree with the way he does things. I didn't agree with what he did tonight. But, you know, you can't take away from the fact that he's a true competitor, true champion. Um, it didn't go the way I wanted. I'm not going to gripe about it. I'm not going to whine about it. Yeah, you know, we'll see what happens next time. Well, tonight at the end of the match, uh, referee James Beard got attacked. I mean, uh, Riviere went after him, uh, but you didn't come to his aid. I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know that happened. Um, and, again, I don't want to whine. But I pretty much got my head taken off with a chair. Um, potential, uh, potential knee injury. And I was uh, dragging my tail to the back, and I had no clue, you know, what happened with, with James. And, you know, as a lot of people know, James and I are good friends, uh, traveling partners a lot of times. And had I known it happened, I definitely would have limped back out there. But uh, in retrospect, it looks like I got more than one score to settle with Matt. Um, I'm going to try to come up with something pretty devious for that. And I don't mean dirty. I mean, I'm going to challenge Matt to some type of match that most people haven't seen before. We'll see when that is. We'll see what that is. But I've got some ideas. And uh, Matt's never backed down from a challenge. I think it'll happen. Well, Champ, also, you know, you're going after Riviera. What else does uh, Tim the Perfect Storm have going on right now? I don't feel so perfect right now. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing a lot of wrestling. Um, every week I'm somewhere. Sometimes two or three places in a week. Uh, next week I'm back in Sherman, Texas. Uh, the following week I'm in uh, Louisiana. Uh, James and I make a trip down to, I want to say, Tennessee. I mean, it's we're, we do a lot of traveling. Um, I love being in the ring. Truthfully, I don't know. You know I don't have a plan, so this isn't like an ominous, ominous, ominous note. But I don't know how much more I got, so I'm making everyone count right now. And, you know, when you were the NWA champ, you were a true world's champion because you were all over the place defending the title. And, I mean, you know, t you know you're a legend of the game. And, but the match right before you went on was a rising star battle royal. So I'm just going to ask you, you know, back when you started, you had your very first match in the ring. What was that feeling like that some of those young athletes might have experienced tonight? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm from Arkansas, and I had my first match in Arkansas. And I remember... First off, I remember literally crawling through the curtain on the way back, and I had no idea how difficult it was going to be cardio-wise. Cardio and one of the guys said, hey, you, you did a really good job for your first match. And, and my response was, I've been waiting my entire life to do that. Um, and uh, to be honest, it's, it's an addiction. Uh, you can't, once you do it, you can't get enough. You can't wait to do it again. And 
You know, Skandar Akbar used to tell us all the time, he said, you know, in wrestling, there's only two ways out. He said either you die or people stop booking you because it gets in your blood. And so those guys, it was a great opportunity for them. I think all of them performed really well. Uh, the crowd loved every second of it. Uh, there, there are some guys that, are gonna, that came in that, out of that match that are, that are going to be stars. And maybe somewhere down the line, I'll get a chance at some of those guys. I'll tell you, they can learn a lot from a great legend like you. And uh, and uh, thank you so much to come into Mid-States again. And uh, I'll tell you what, when you look up class in the dictionary, you see this guy's picture right here, uh, former NWA heavyweight champion, uh, Tim, the perfect storm. But thank you for joining us. We look forward to seeing you again here at Mid-States. Always a pleasure, man. Thank you very much. The one and only Miranda uh, Gordy here at Mid-States Wrestling. Uh, Miranda had quite a bit here tonight over in uh, Springfield. Yes, I did. I think it was an awesome show. Yes. Yeah, they were standing remotely, and tonight uh, you ended up as a special uh, manager for a match uh, tonight uh, for the Outlaw. Kind of tell us about that. Um, he found me. Um, I guess Niles Plonk has a manager, Belvedere, and so uh, he needed a, someone to help him kick a little ass, so... He found me. <laughs> well, kind of tell us now, is it Plonk or is it Plonke? There's been a lot of debate about this. Um, he says Plonke, but we all know how to spell, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, in the match tonight, too, it got a little physical. And uh, I, I, thought, I thought for a minute maybe Goldberg was in the ring. There was, a quite a, there was a quite a spear in there tonight. I wonder who delivered that. I think that was me, right? Uh, but he deserved it. You know, don't step in the ring unless you're ready to, to go. So... I, I showed him how it was. <laughs> well, Miranda, you have an, just an incredible legacy in the business. What's it like to be out at all these different events with all these fans with, with, your, with your legacy? It is amazing. I actually really love it. So um, it makes me feel good. Obviously, you know, building my name up um, as a second generation, but then hearing all the stories and uh, just seeing how much impact my dad really had on the business and um, the impact on the fans and how it, uh, he made them feel. So I love hearing about that. Well, I got to tell you, when I was a little kid, I, I used to watch a lot of the Freebirds. I, I don't don't take it personal. I was actually uh, going for the Von Erichs. So you're not going to hold that against me, are you? No, I won't. No. <laughs> well, kind of tell us, you know, those fans that are out there. Maybe they're wanting to book you or or, uh, or find out more about you. Where they can, where can they find that out at? Um, I have a Facebook, Miranda Gordy. Um, the same Instagram, Twitter. So all the social media, I'm out there. <laughs> well, uh, we look forward to continuing to watch you progress. And going to be coming back to Mid-States? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. The one and only, the manager of managers, the manager of the decade, the manager of the century, the manager of all time, the legendary Stephen E. Well, David, look, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. I'm the manager of champions here in Mid-States. You know that. I know that. I don't come here to play tonight. Well, things didn't go my way, but I hear we got a show coming back uh, August 10th. We'll see what happens because for a long time now, I don't know, six months, eight months, I haven't had any gold in my stable. It tends to make me feel uneasy. You know what I mean? I'm ready for some gold. Mid-States is a perfect place to, to start that uh, crusade for gold. What do you think? Well, I'll tell you what, tonight you came really close to getting that Mid-States championship that you've been trying to get for quite a while. Um, you know, you tried everything. You pulled everything out tonight but came up a little bit short. What's, the, what's next in the game plan for Stephen E.? The game plan for Stephen E., it's real simple. We're going to put 
a team of guys together. We're going to come into Mid-States, and we're going to clean house. You know, when you, when you think of Mid-States wrestling, you think of people like Gary Graham. You think of Michael Berry. You think of Stephen E. I took Gary Graham, what, four times to the heavyweight championship? I took Michael Berry 12, 13 times. I mean, it's pretty safe to assume that his career wouldn't be where it is without the likes of me. You know, uh, you name it. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who is in my corner. I'm going to make sure that we walk away with the strap. We walk away with the gold. It's bottom line. So, Stephen E., what do you think tonight about Mid-States Wrestling coming in your backyard to Springfield? Well, let me tell you what, man. I live about three minutes away from here, okay? So this is by far the best traveling accommodations that I'm going to be able to make. So in three minutes, I'll be home sleeping. I'll be good to go. I've got a, 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 there's a special place in, in my heart for Springfield, Missouri, just because it is kind of my backyard, you know. Born and raised in Manhattan, New York. Found Springfield back in 2000. Love it. Well, the thing I really enjoy about Mid-States is they really, you know, we have a lot of managers in Mid-States. Other organizations like the WWE have gone away from managers, and that's something I really enjoy watching that they bring that. Uh, what's kind of your feelings on how the industry has kind of gone a little bit away from managers? Well, this might get me in a little bit of trouble, but look at the product that WWE is putting out right now. It's not something that, oh, how do I say it? It's not something that is desirable. And what are they missing? They're missing managers. They're missing valets. They're missing some of the, the, the pure principles of professional wrestling. You know, hell, I, I heard a rumor a couple of years ago that you couldn't call the wrestlers wrestlers. You called them superstars. It's absolutely ridiculous. We're professional wrestlers. We're here to entertain the fans. It's the bottom line. You know, we're not here to uh, fill somebody's agenda or whatever. We're here to wrestle. We're here to entertain the fans. That's it. You know, I, I, I personally think that that is part of the problem with uh, with. WWE is that they don't have people like myself that can go out there and help get some of the talent over because you've got a situation where you guys you've got guys that are just extremely talented. I mean, have all the talent in the world, but they just have that issue with connecting with the fans, and that's where people like myself come in. We can get that connection with the fans. We can get that heat or that pop or whatever you're looking for. Um, I think that's one of the big things that's missing in, in professional wrestling on TV. So hopefully, with AEW coming around, we can start catching some of that. Now, of course, since the last time we talked, we we lost a uh, legend, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and uh, you know we had a poll, uh, greatest managers of all time on our page. I voted for Stephen E, uh, but you know I know you're probably going to say Stephen E is probably greatest manager of all time. But who would you say might rate up there with you as a manager? When it comes to managing and professional wrestling, there is no, there is there is no, there is no first best. It's Bobby Heenan all the way. Uh, you got you got the real the real race in professional wrestling is at number two because you got to deal with people like Jim Cornette who is arguably one of the greatest of all time you know mouth of the mouth of the south Jimmy Hart another one Paul Heyman you know he comes to mind but even if you go back to yesteryears you know I mean think about you know Oliver Humperdinck places like that there is a there is a, a role in professional wrestling for managers and it's just not being utilized right now and it's kind of sad. Well, hopefully, like you said, AEW and other organizations coming in uh, that they, you know, use the role of a manager because to me it's just so important. So now, now kind of tell us, you know, Stephen E., what's next for you? I know you're on the hunt for gold. Uh, so what, what can we expect from Stephen E.? Well, it's simple. First of all, Michael Berry. 
I got a bone to pick with him. He's not going to put his hands on me. He's not going to walk up to me and try to intimidate me. I've got big guys that stand behind me. You've seen who I had tonight, Golden Boy Greg Anthony. What is it, inch for inch, pound for pound, the best there is in this business. Okay? I've got deep pockets. Everybody knows that. My pockets are deep. I don't know. Tim Storm looked pretty impressive tonight. I may need to give him a call, see what he's doing, you know, August 10th. Thanks a lot, Stephen E. Thank you, David. One and only, the manager of champions, Mr. Boyd Bradford. That's right, the manager for the ages, the broadcaster for the ages. I'm doing commentary an awful lot these days. It was a very successful event right here at Mid-States Wrestling in Springfield, Missouri. It was a sold-out, standing-room-only event. In fact, I understand that the, the fire marshal numbers were exactly where they were. They could not legally let anyone else into the building. That's how successful that this event was. Mid-States Wrestling. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us uh, tonight. You, we had quite a main event tonight. We had Tim the Perfect Storm versus the lover boy Matt Riviera. Um, quite a shocker tonight. Well, it wasn't no shock to me because, you know, he had the two greatest pro wrestlers that ever come out of the state of Arkansas. And it was proven who the greatest was tonight. The lover boy, Matt Riviera, soundly defeating the former world's heavyweight champion, Tim Storm. One, two, three. James Beard didn't want to count it. He counts so slow, but he didn't have no choice but to count the lover boy on top of Tim Storm. And Tim Storm shoulders down for the one, two, three. Your winner, my man, the lover boy, Matt Riviera. <laughs> Well, I heard Riviera got out of here so fast. I heard there was a car warmed up waiting for him in the back. He jumped in it because James Beard was going after him. Well, you know, the lover boy likes to celebrate an awful lot. You saw some fine ladies here earlier today, earlier this evening, and it's my understanding that uh, he's having a little after party celebration, and I'm, I'm about to go ahead and do it right now. <laughs> right, well, what's next for uh, the lover boy, Matt Riviera, after tonight's party? What's next for the lover boy is anything that the lover boy wants to do. He's going to do to whoever he wants to do it, and that's not one confounded thing that anyone can do to stop him. You understand? <laughs> well, James Beard, I know he's on the warpath right now for the lover boy, Matt Riviera, but uh, thank you, Boyd Bradford, for taking a few minutes of your time. My pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> Goodbye and good night.